The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Wednesday, July 27th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news made possible when you buy shaving products using the code REALM at harrys.com. The Democratic Party made history last night by officially nominating the first woman ever in the history of this country as a candidate for the presidency, 100 years after American women won the right to vote. Bernie Sanders was back to officially declare Clinton the candidate by acclamation, but hundreds of his supporters walked out in protest. They returned before the night was over. And despite the ongoing protests, a new Pew poll shows that 90% of Sanders supporters will turn out on November 8th to cast their votes for Clinton. And the recent leak of Democratic Party emails is beginning to look even more like a plot against Clinton by the Russians and by WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Assange told a British interviewer six weeks ago that he'd be leaking some damaging information regarding Clinton because she has favored his prosecution for publishing national security secrets. Quoting Assange, we see her as a bit of a problem. It's crystal clear that Bernie Sanders plans to vote for Clinton to try to prevent the election of Donald Trump. Any objective observer, said Sanders, sees Clinton as the better choice. But Sanders won't be out fundraising for Clinton. Instead, he'll be fundraising for a new organization built to push for the changes he called for in his presidential campaign. He's called the group Our Revolution and says the goal is to transform American politics to a system that serves working families. During his campaign, Sanders built quite an impressive email list of mostly young and very politically active people. These folks are now getting emails from Sanders asking them to support his new group as enthusiastically as they supported his campaign. Sanders says the money would go to what are known as down-ballot candidates, all the way down to where many politicians begin their careers in local school board elections. As for the Sanders supporters who feel Sanders sold out, New York Senator Chuck Schumer is telling them he understands their disappointment, but quoting him, 90 to 95 percent of Bernie supporters are going to vote for Hillary. I think at the end of the day, said Schumer, everything will work out. The plan by Virginia's governor to give voting rights to ex-convicts has been stopped by that state's Supreme Court. Virginia's high court ruled that the governor had overstepped his authority with an executive order that would have allowed 200,000 ex-cons to vote so long as they were no longer in prison or on probation. The U.S. Constitution allows states to make their own election laws and their own decisions about the rights of former felons. And Virginia's governor is allowed to grant clemency on a case-by-case basis. But Virginia's Supreme Court ruled that Governor Terry McAuliffe's order was wide-sweeping, Republicans arguing that felons would be allowed to vote regardless of their specific crimes. Over 11,000 felons have already registered to vote under McAuliffe's order. No word on whether the governor will challenge the state Supreme Court ruling that wipes out his order. Although their video has cost Planned Parenthood millions of dollars and some of its reputation, the two anti-abortion activists who secretly shot that video won't be prosecuted. The activists used fake California driver's licenses, pretending to be researchers looking to buy fetal tissue from abortions. They then used their video to portray Planned Parenthood as peddlers of such tissue, when in fact the organization only accepted transporting costs since the group cannot use tax money for anything abortion-related. The devious duo was charged with tampering with a government record, those driver's licenses, and offering to buy fetal tissue. A Texas grand jury had been asked by the governor to investigate whether Planned Parenthood had been selling that tissue. 
The grand jury surprised many, including the governor, when it found no wrongdoing by Planned Parenthood and filed charges instead against the activist who'd used a hidden camera to try to frame Planned Parenthood executives. Just as the investigation of Planned Parenthood has been dropped, now so have the charges against the video activists. And so ends this battle over abortion. The war over abortion continues. Planned Parenthood no longer accepts reimbursement for costs associated with fetal tissue, and Texas's governor says he will, quote, continue to support legislation prohibiting the sale or transfer of fetal tissue. Across the country, the recruitment of new police officers is suffering after several have died in the past few weeks from gun violence. But not in Dallas. In Dallas, where five officers were killed and three seriously wounded, officials report an uptick in the number of new applications to be cops. As upticks go, this one is huge. Applications are up by nearly 350%, now averaging around 30 a day. It was 12 per day before the shootings. Dallas police have been encouraging applications from some of the people who marched with Black Lives Matter. With gun deaths and injuries considered by many to be a public health issue, Republican lawmakers have tried to ban doctors from speaking with their patients about gun safety. But a new survey shows two-thirds of adults think it would be okay for doctors to have that talk with their patients, at least when it seems appropriate. Even a majority of gun owners, 54%, think it would be okay if doctors talked guns with their patients. There were nearly 34,000 gun deaths and 81,000 woundings in the U.S. in 2014. A majority of the deaths, 59%, were suicides. Should the U.S. try to lead an end to the nuclear weapons race by paring down its own nuclear weapons program? Or should the U.S. instead step up its nuclear game to stay ahead or at least even with the rest of the nuclear players? President Obama is reportedly considering a scaling back on the U.S. nuclear weapons program, but ultimately that'll be up to the next president. In the meantime, Congress is considering a trillion dollars in new spending to replace various crucial parts of that nuclear program. Aircraft, submarines, missiles, and warheads, some of which have gotten quite old. Also on the table, promising the world we will never again be the first to use nuclear weapons and or taking our atomic missiles off their current hair-trigger status. The president and the Democratic Party platform are both calling for stepping away from the button, spending less on nukes, looking instead at other means of defense. Nearly all the senators who want more nuclear spending are from states where plane ships and bombs are made, including Hillary Clinton's running mate, Tim Kaine of Virginia. Opposing the new nuclear spending are some big Democratic names, including Vermont's Bernie Sanders. Despite the ugliness of politics and other crimes, humankind advances. The first completely solar-powered airplane has made it all the way around the globe without a drop of fossil fuel. After 16 months and 17 legs, the Solar Impulse 2 landed in Abu Dhabi this week. We made it, said Captain Picard, who may or may not be a captain, but some of us like the sound of it. Bertrand Picard is the Swiss pilot who took that solar plane for a spin around the planet, never sleeping for more than 20 minutes at a time. Now in its fourth year with over 3 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. It may seem to some that there are no good choices in 2016. We either buy cheap disposable razors that shed our skin or we get someone to unlock a jewelry case so we can pay 30 bucks for an eight-pack of blades. Well, this year Americans are joining a revolution saying no to insane prices. 
and demanding an affordable shave that's in the top 1% of quality. Just like the big brands, Harry's uses German-engineered five-blade flex cartridges complete with a lubricating strip to build a wall against nicks and scrapes. Free-thinking men and women like us are endorsing Harry's shaving products with the slogan, Good Shave, Good Price. Your Harry starter kit includes the Truman Razor, some of those great blades, and Harry's great-smelling moisturizing shave cream for just 15 bucks. That's half of what you'd pay for just the blades from the other guys because Harry's has its own blade factory and ships them straight to you with no middleman to drive up the price. But if you go to harrys.com and use our code R-E-L-M, they'll knock an extra five bucks off your first order. That's the razor, the blades, the shave cream, and more for just 10 bucks. Stop buying junk razors or paying too much for quality. Use the code R-E-L-M when you check out at harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. A mention of Amazon Prime today is more news than commercial. The online retailer that's an affiliate sponsor of this show and many others has teamed up with Wells Fargo to offer discounted student loans. Members of Amazon Student Prime, which offers reduced rates for its shipping and streaming services, is now offering student loans at interest rates a third of a percent lower than they'd otherwise be. By enrolling, the student agrees to pay toward that loan every month until it's paid in full. Critics say it's a marketing stunt that won't help those who share in the one and a third trillion dollars in outstanding student loan debts, but it will save money for first-time borrowers, especially those who've used up their annual federal undergrad loan limit. Go west, young man, if you like to smoke weed. A new survey shows that more people in the western half of the U.S. smoke pot than do people in the east. That makes some sense since recreational weed is only legal in Alaska, Washington State, Oregon, Colorado, and in the east, Washington, D.C. Out west, it's estimated that 10% of westerners blaze up compared to just over 6% in the south. Southerners see marijuana as a greater potential threat to health than do people in the far healthier western states. Where you live seems to make all the difference. Marijuana use is only about 4% in part of South Texas, while it soars to 16% in San Francisco. Nearly half the people in Miami-Dade County think pot is a health risk. In Ward 3 of Washington, D.C., where weed is legal, only about 14% of people feel that way. The numbers were compiled for the federal government's Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. If aspirin is a wonder drug, then cinnamon is a miracle drug. According to multiple studies, cinnamon, about a half a teaspoon a day or in caplets, can help control diabetes, cholesterol, and blood pressure. And now, according to a new study, it could boost your brain power. The VA, working with the National Institutes of Health and the Alzheimer's Association, has found that cinnamon enhances memory and learning in everyone, including Alzheimer's patients. The study shows that cinnamon strengthens the structural integrity of brain cells, making them function better. The study showed that cinnamon can be used to close the learning gap between students who already performed well and those who did not. Even a corporation controlled by a charity can fall prey to corruption. Take the Hershey Chocolate Empire, as another company recently tried to do. Hershey, with its candy and its theme park, is one-third owned and 80% controlled by a charity set up in the early 1900s, the Hershey Trust, which is supposed to spend its money on a school for underprivileged children. But the 10 people who sit on the board at Hershey Trust have been living it up with fat salaries and lavish travel, and some of the members have been on that board for more than 10 years. 
It was they who blocked a recent $23 billion takeover by the company that makes Oreos and Ritz crackers, Mondelez International. The Pennsylvania Attorney General's office is looking into the reported corruption that blocked the sale, although that same office may wind up blocking the sale anyway. Every year in this country, a half million Americans jump out of perfectly good airplanes to experience parachuting. Many of them are already hooked on the sport, having done it at least once before. Out of those half million jumpers each year, two dozen of them die in jumps that in some way went wrong. 26-year-old Sherilyn Neff is now one of those. Her chute opened at about 4,000 feet, they figure, but Sherilyn was nowhere near it. She had accidentally slipped out of the harness just after her jump and fell straight to earth. Her parachute was found five miles away from her body near Cushing, Oklahoma. During an annual running of the bulls in Valencia, Spain, one bull broke away from the pack and ducked into a local bank. Ultimately, someone left open the doors and let the bull leave on its own. No word on whether there were any hidden charges or even much damage, certainly not as much as would have occurred in, say, a china shop. A guy in Brooklyn says he's captured all 142 of the Pokemon characters a person can catch in the U.S. There are 151 characters in all, but three of them are specific to other parts of the world, and six are complete mysteries still. But Brooklyn's Nick Johnson says he has the 142 you can get in this country, including one in Jersey City, New Jersey, which he says he made an Uber driver help him find. Now that his Pokemon hunting quest is fulfilled, Johnson says he plans to do something he hasn't done much lately. Sleep. And just because you don't have the use of your legs doesn't mean you're not a jerk. In Tucson, they're still looking for the 50-year-old white man who, with crutches on board, used an electric shopping scooter to steal from a Walmart. In his daring low-speed escape, the man pinned to the wall a Walmart employee who tried to stop him. While customers helped that woman, the man got away on the scooter, headed west. And finally, a British man has been fined nearly 400 bucks for toting 2,000 pounds of basmati rice in his compact car. He was cited for carrying a load that was, quote, dangerously overweight. It took 40 bags of rice to get to that 2,000 pounds, all in that compact car. So why did the man stuff a ton of rice into his compact? I'm glad someone asked. It was on sale. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at BuzzBurbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comment. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.